Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Close to 90% of the world's millionaires have some sort of real estate exposure. So how can you get in on this? Today, 19 ways to invest in real estate. Real estate investing offers an accessible investment that can help you grow your net worth, develop new forms of income, and gain some control of your investments. In the past, real estate investing was primarily for the already wealthy and well-connected people who could take out loans easily. But today, you can easily get started with small investments. So today we outline 19 ways to invest in real estate. Some are appropriate for people just getting started, and others are more suited for existing homeowners. And some are just best for decamillionaires or people with specialized skill sets. <laughs> but no matter who you are, you can invest in real estate with one of these options. First up, house hacking. House hacking involves renting out part of your primary residence to earn income. You can do this on a part-time basis, renting out your house once per year when a huge NASCAR race comes to town, or more consistently. Compared with other forms of real estate investing, house hacking tends to be a low-risk way to start. Even some renters may qualify to do some form of house hacking. These are a few house hacking options that you can actually consider. Rent a room, of course. Living with roommates is a great way to keep your living costs low when you're first getting started, but you can turn that frugal hack into a stream of income if you own your house. If you own a three-bedroom home, for example, you might be able to rent out two of those rooms and then cover your mortgage. Depending on your phase of life, it may be relatively easy to fill these rooms with your close friends. If you're interested in turning your house hack into a long-term wealth-generating machine, Consider buying a duplex or triplex or fourplex for your first house. You and a roommate can live in one unit while you rent out the other two or three. Rent your garage or barn for cash. If you keep a relatively minimal lifestyle, your garage, shed, outbuildings, all of that stuff if you live in the country, could be an untapped gold mine for you. Companies like Neighbor.com, Stash, and Stowit allow qualified people to become hosts. You can typically charge a few hundred dollars per month to someone who wants to store their items in your space. The storage companies listed provided insurance, and they also have a built-in network of potential customers. Depending on where you live, you may also be able to collect a fee for people just wanting to park in your driveway for a few days. No kidding. And we couldn't talk about house hacking without mentioning Airbnb. So using a platform like Airbnb or even Verbo, you can rent out a single room, or your entire house, condo, apartment, etc. If your city hosts a huge once-per-year event like NASCAR race, uh, SXSW, or an enormous concert, uh, something kind of like that, it may pay to vacate the city and rent your house to event attendees. Depending on the layout of your house, you may be able to rent out a single furnished room to people just looking for a place to stay. Bring the money. All right, so if you want a more passive approach to real estate investing, you can focus on providing the capital. So this would be number two of our 19 ways to invest. Others might focus on developing the business, but you can just provide the capital with hard money lending. Yeah, hard money loans. They're short-term loans with a lien against a property. 
Home flippers and some other developers might need these bridge-type loans as they secure longer financing for their projects. You can find some online hard money lending platforms, but networking in your local community may help you feel a little bit more comfortable with this risky type of loan. Real Estate Investment Trusts or REITs. We talk about these a lot, but REITs are a portfolio of real estate investments held to generate cash flow or appreciation. Publicly traded REITs often invest in commercial real estate like storage and office buildings across a geographically diverse region. Public REITs can be bought and sold through your brokerage. Private REITs are less liquid and you might be required to hold them for a few years. Private REITs may emphasize land development, large rental properties, or even some other types of investment. Companies like Fundrise offer private REITs. You can check out their review at thecollegeinvestor.com. Real estate syndications. Syndications involve a group of people co-investing to buy a large real estate deal. A proliferation of online companies makes investing in real estate syndications easier than ever. Some of these companies, you can actually dip your toes into investing with just a few hundred bucks. Farmland investing. This is kind of the newer kid on the block. But farmland investors buy land and then just rent it out to farmers who provide the equipment, seed, and other inputs. You may not be an expert in finding farmland, but companies like Farm Together and Acre Trader can help you find and market your farmland. Way number three in our 19 ways to invest in real estate Real estate as a business. Real estate as a business offers one-time or even ongoing ways to make money through real estate. These investments aren't completely passive. You'll have to do work to find properties, market them, and then just, of course, keep them up. However, a comprehensive business plan can lead to more than spare cash. In time, many of these options can lead to semi-passive income streams that could cover full-time living expenses. House flipping. HGTV has made house flipping seem like a glamorous business where it's easy to make money. <laughs> it involves buying a house at a low price, fixing it up, and then selling it for a profit. But as a current house flipper, let me assure you that the money-making part isn't easy. Finding deals on real estate can be a challenge, and the repairs may cost more than you expected, even if you're experienced with renovations. Plus, you have to deal with permits, licensing laws, and other local matters. Talk with local house flippers before you jump into this business. This type of due diligence can keep you from getting caught in bureaucratic red tape and overpaying for homes that likely have problems that are common in your area. Long-term single-family homes is another way to do this. Buying a single-family home and then just renting it out for a year or more can provide good, stable cash flow. If you currently own your house, next time you consider a move, check the rental prices in the area. If you can earn a profit by renting out the house, you might as well just keep it. After a few moves, you may have a tidy portfolio of homes that will be paid off by renters over a few decades. Be sure to consider maintenance and vacancy costs when considering whether to keep or buy a single-family home. Companies like Roofstock make buying and managing single-family homes very easy. Small multifamily is another way to go, which we mentioned with house hacking a little bit, but this is duplexes, triplexes, and quadplexes, which allow you to buy one property with a conventional mortgage, but you can turn each unit into an income stream. In many markets, small multifamily homes offer the best chance for real estate investors to earn profits. 
These homes tend to appreciate at a slower rate than single-family homes, so you might need to buy with an eye towards cash flow rather than appreciation. Because you can buy small multifamily homes with conventional loans, you can use loan marketplaces like LendingTree to find the best financing options. Vacation rentals. Oh, now we're getting fun. <laughs> renting out a property on Airbnb or Verbo can be a great way to earn money. By renting a property a week at a time, you attract much higher payments compared with long-term leases. Of course, the higher payments also attract higher expenses. Tourists are much harder on a home, and you will have to pay someone to clean the house between guests, unless you plan to do that yourself. I don't advise that. An important factor to remember with vacation rentals is that the income tends to be seasonal. Depending on your expenses, you may find yourself losing money, especially in your first few months as an owner. Budget Girl has a great video series on her profits and losses as an Airbnb host. You can see that at thecollegeinvestor.com. Commercial real estate. So commercial real estate involves buying properties for office, retail, medical, and of course other commercial uses. Typically, you rent out this space to businesses rather than individuals. You might want to test the waters in this space if your own business needs a physical location. If you're a dentist, for example, you might want to buy a medical building for your practice. An owner of a hair salon might buy a building with retail space and rent out the other units to tanning salons, restaurants, and other related businesses. Loans for commercial spaces can be difficult to obtain unless you have a track record as a profitable business owner. Industrial real estate. Similar to commercial real estate, industrial real estate investing involves buying real estate and renting it out to other businesses. In most cases, industrial real estate buildings can accommodate manufacturing, printing, or other large equipment processes. Your tenants may have specialized needs like cooling for server racks or loading docks for their products, etc. Land development is another way. Land development involves buying raw or unimproved land and then just enhancing the value by adding commercial or residential buildings. Land developers often need to work closely with city planners, environmental engineers, and general contractors to see their work to fruition. A land developer may see an option for a mixed-use business, retail, and residential area, but they need to get the city's approval before building it. This can be challenging to do on your own, but real estate syndications provide one avenue to participate in this valuable work. Land for Resource Extraction this is pretty cool. Investing in land for resource extraction is different than most other forms of investing. The resource of value is claimed through mineral or drilling rights rather than direct land ownership. So say you have a chemical engineering background or some experience in the gas and oil industry, you might be able to acquire land and resource rights on your own. Others may prefer to invest in resource extraction using a master limited partnership. You can find out, dig deeper on that, by the way, at thecollegeinvestor.com. I know I'm saying that a lot, but we have a lot of resources there, so I have to. <laughs> now let's talk about land flipping. Land flipping, similar to house flipping without the intermediate step of fixing, you know, a house. Typically, land flippers find undervalued land that has high resale potential. They may find unused farmland near a city that could be sold to a housing developer, or a lot zoned for residential use that has nothing on it. 
land flippers provide value to land developers who don't necessarily have the time to hunt for underutilized land. And the last thing we'll talk about when it comes to real estate as a business, mobile home parks. Mobile homes are an affordable housing option throughout much of the United States. Mobile home park investors buy or even develop large lots with the utility hookups. Typically, the park owner will not own the manufactured homes in the park. Instead, mobile homeowners can rent sublots from the property owner. Let's take a look at a few other types of real estate investing. The first one is wholesaling. You may have heard about this, but wholesaling is a side hustle with a real estate investing spin to it. Wholesalers put a property under contract and then sell the contract to a real estate investor. Most often, they can earn a few thousand dollars on each transaction. To make money, though, wholesalers put in time and effort to sniff out deals. You may see signs out for people who say, we pay cash for homes, sort of thing. They reach out to property owners to find off-market properties, and they have an established network of investors who may be interested buyers. Tax lien investing. When a property owner fails to pay their property taxes, the local government can put a lien on their property. The property owner has to pay that, those back taxes, or the government can foreclose on the property. Sometimes, a local government will sell tax liens through auctions. When you buy the lien, you can collect payments from the property owner or just take over the property. This can be a high-yield way to invest in real estate, but you need patience and an understanding of the tax system to actually make this profitable. What real estate investment didn't make our list of 19? Okay, so this investment list covers pretty much most of the most popular forms of real estate investing. Even includes real estate investments that are inaccessible to most people. The one investment that didn't make the list, of course, your own residence. Home ownership can help boost your net worth, and we recommend multiple strategies to turn your house into an investment. But by itself, home ownership isn't an asset. Owning a home is expensive. You have taxes, insurance, mortgage payments, repairs. Most people don't live in one house long enough to pay off their mortgage. So the cost, when you run all of the numbers, is comparable to or even more than renting. Of course, you can get lucky. You may make a tidy profit when you sell your house, particularly if you do a live-in flip. But most people shouldn't count on their primary house as a cornerstone of their investment property. You need to live somewhere, and you don't want to trick yourself into becoming house poor when you justify the purchase by calling it an investment. Something to keep in mind as you move forward. And that is our show for today. Thanks so much for stopping by. I know we gave you and jammed a ton of ideas and kind of like a fire hose of information today. But uh, <laughs> if you're overwhelmed, you want to dive in a little bit deeper, maybe something caught your attention that we talked about today please visit us at thecollegeinvestor.com. If you want to get to know us a little bit better, we would love that. Follow us on social media, pretty much anywhere. Just search for The College Investor. We'd love to get to know you and help you out too, and maybe point you in the right direction. Thanks so much again, and we'll talk to you again real soon.